I'm Dan. And I'm Tyler. And this is the Shizcast. Um, so, uh, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking uh, the Fountain Square Working Man's Pilsner. Um, and, it, and it tastes like, it kind of tastes like a Budweiser or something. Mm-hmm. But it's all the best things about a Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Times five. <laughs> Not times ten. That'd be too much. That'd be overpowering. But, like, it's got a really good nutty taste at the end of it. Like, okay. yeah. Because a lot of malt, not a lot of hops. But it's not watery, like Budweiser tends to be. So, what I hear about a lot of styles that are like Pilsners, you can't hide behind anything, right? Like, you're going to taste immediately if you do not like that Pilsner. Yeah. Where if you get like a pale or IPAs, I. Thankfully, I like them, but you can hide you can hide your beer behind a lot of hops. Oh, absolutely! Right? And like most part, most of the time, I'm gonna like it. I but think the Pilsner, you have your you got your few ingredients, and you gotta make it taste good. Yeah, you taste the barley and you taste the malt, mm-hmm. um, and like I said, it's not watery, right? And yeah, I just I mean, the first time I I, I drank it was a couple of days ago, and. I took the first sip, and I was like, oh, damn, that's good. <laughs> and I don't usually say that about that style of beer. Mm. There's something about it. There's a good, clean beer. Oh, yeah. It, it right. was really great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are you drinking? Um, so, in complete contrast to last episode, where I was drinking a Coors Banquet, <laughs> um, I'm drinking a Golden Monkey by Victory Brewing. Uh, it's a triple, and it is oh, god dang delicious. It is so good. It is, it, it's dangerous because it's so good, it's so easy drinking, and then you have a few and you realize, oh, this is 9.5%, I think. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Yeah, 9.5%, and you're like, oh, where'd the time go? Oh, that's right, it was spent drinking 9.5% beer. <laughs> I love those because you can, like, go get a six-pack. And they're and, good. And, like, yeah, go home. <laughs> you're like, I, I, when I was in college and I was cleaning up my dorm or something, and I bought a six-pack of Two-Hearted. Yep. And uh, that's eight something. Two hearted is eight percent. Yeah. I didn't realize. And yeah, I was for schnicket <laughs> off of six pack. That's the word you're gonna go with? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Add it to my dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're gonna talk about geology in space. Space, space, space. <laughs> and um so, I don't know, I guess I'll just start going. The first thing I want to bring up um, is it's not really news. It's, you know, it's a month old now. SpaceX, um, you know, they, after Blue Origin, sent uh, all civilian crew into space. Which is crazy. One of them I wanted to mention was a geologist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, this headline from Yahoo I, I found here says, C.N. Proctor becomes first black woman to pilot spacecraft with SpaceX launch. And, um, you know, she's a geoscientist and professor at, um, yeah, we're at South Mountain Community College in Phoenix, Arizona. She taught there for 20 years. She has, um, done a lot of stuff for the whole space industry, including NASA. And if there's anybody deserving of going, um, it was her. She was uh, selected as one of NASA's astronaut finalists in 2009. Um, she, I mean... I had to shout out a geologist to start this off because I'm going to be mentioning SpaceX. <laughs> um, and the kind of interesting, I found out that um, they're not really looking into 
Asteroid mining. Which was kind of a buzzword. I, at least I remember for a few years in college where they're like, oh man, yeah, this is the next big thing, right? Yeah. All the resources are just flying above our heads. Yeah. Send a crew, send some stuff back home, like... Yeah, and like, I, when I was like trying to like do research for this, I was trying to like search into Google, like, SpaceX plans for asteroid mining <laughs> was one of the first things. Mm -hmm. Coming up with almost nothing, and kept searching, kept searching, and then I found this kind of, I mean, this YouTube video... I would call it sketchy, but I guess, I mean, as far as YouTube channels go, it's 152,000 subscribers. It's verified, but I guess that still doesn't really mean anything. Is it vetted? YouTube doesn't really check that stuff, so. No, not but at all. <laughs> it does have a snippet in there, which, you know, could be edited to hell, who knows, uh -huh. um, with Elon Musk mentioning that he um, doesn't want to say he's going to you know, do something like, or doesn't want to talk, like, like plan on, say, going to an asteroid and getting platinum, which is something that occurs in asteroids and bring it back to Earth. Right. Um, not interested in it. And then this video goes on to, you know, list some reasons why. And, um, you know, one of the reasons why would be that it would be very expensive, um, so dang expensive. Yeah, they're I mean, they're talking about this, unfathomably. Yeah. like talk about this one like solid gold asteroid or something mm -hmm. would have been worth like a quintillion dollars, right? Mm -hmm. I looked up a statistic the other day of how much money was in the world. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, like forty trillion dollars or something. So I mean, we're talking bucket. Like, that's like, that's the not, bucket that's just to... you know money that's transferable, not money that's like in investments or cryptocurrency or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But still, it's, you know, it is definitely, it's an order of magnitude under. Right. Oh, drops in the bucket compared yeah. to what is possibly out there. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And I saw another thing that said you would make your man or a millionaire a billionaire or something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which, you know, then the, of course, the, the worth of money would go down and we'd all still be poor. Right. But. <laughs> wah, wah. I'll drink to that. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't really seem like a, um, a SpaceX thing. And I kind of always had it in my head. That SpaceX would like lead the way into asteroid mining, mm -hmm. but then again, once they think of the reasons why not to, it makes sense. Also, you know, it would be really hard to send a human out there. One, um, asteroids have very low gravitational fields. Like uh, they were talking about this one uh, asteroid. You're bouncing around if you get on there. Like yeah, they, they're so not holding a two hundred pound man wouldn't weigh a hundred pounds. Wouldn't weigh twenty pounds. Wouldn't even weigh two pounds. On this one asteroid, they count, it was about like 11 kilometers by 12 kilometers by like 12 kilometers or something. You'd mm -hmm. um, weigh one-tenth of one pound. One-tenth of one pound? <laughs> yes. And okay. That, that, you know, so the escape velocity of that would only be like 23 miles an hour. Nothing. You could sneeze yourself. I'm pretty yourself sure, off. like, yeah, Hussein Bolt <laughs> can like, run that fast. Can you run like 35 miles an hour or something? Right. I mean... You said 23 to get... Escape velocity. You know, I mean, I feel like, what is an average human, what can an average human sprint? Like, I'm what, not a what, trained uh, athlete. Well, what's the jump speed of a human? Right. Well, Are you going to Google that real quick? Jump speed of humans. Cue the Google music. That's 20.1 20, 20. miles an hour, we'll say. 
Okay. Or 21 miles so an hour. So you're pretty much there. Yeah. You're pretty much there. Yeah, 21 miles an hour is what we found. Okay. You're pretty much there, almost at 23 miles an hour. Right. So. Just a little extra oomph and you're, uh, you're good to go. Yeah, if you were like an athlete, a major athlete, you could do it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. Anyone that's actually trained for this stuff. Yeah. That's not drinking beer. But still, I mean, could you imagine if you actually got knocked by some equipment or something? Mm-hmm. Um, also, see a Paul. Yeah, it's been real man. They're also talking about you know flying debris because when you're drilling or something, no matter how they're doing it, rocks are you know falling back to earth. Mm-hmm. On an asteroid, they would not fall back to earth. Right. Well, they would not fall back to the I mean, asteroid. Both of us at this point have experience on drill rigs, or yes. at least not on rigs. I shouldn't say like we're in the middle of ocean, the ocean, like. Yeah, like okay, not, not, not those, like, you know, you can carry this drill rig in the back of a trailer. It's like, you know, right. you're getting, uh, the, the the deepest well I've ever drilled was 100 feet. Right, I've gone 180 out in Arizona, which was a fantastic experience. That was the biggest rig I've ever worked with, which is basically its own semi, right? We started cool. doing that when I worked in groundwater production. Okay. But, um... You know, the drillers got COVID and we stopped that project. Ah, yeah, probably should we stop had to, We had to fill the hole <laughs> and leave. So, so either way, I, I don't know why. Oh, I remember why I mentioned this. We've both worked on rigs now. It's a messy business. It's a messy job. Yeah. I can't imagine not having the influence of gravity to impact <laughs> all of that stuff flying around. And or like when they try to shake out the cores. Oh, my gosh. Like, no. you know, they're literally using gravity <laughs> to do that where they're like... They've got, they've got it hanging from the wire, and they just start jerking the lever back and forth to try to ink, ink, ink. I can't like, even imagine. Can you imagine, like, trying to log a boring in space? <laughs> like, trying to do what we do now, but, like, in space. Like, yeah. get my little clipboard out, and uh, by foot by foot, describing the... Yeah, imagine if you were, you know, and, like, the distance away from the center of the object means uh, less gravity. Mm-hmm. So, let's say like, your, your, your table six, like, you know, is, <laughs> right. is three feet tall... How much does gravity diminish between that? But, but three and, feet. And how much does your field notebook weigh? Nothing. <laughs> right. You're going to have to, uh, like, you can't pick it up on Earth, but you're going to have to, like, weight it down in your transit. Yeah, imagine, over. like, kickback when you hit a rock or something. Right. Oh, which you might. Right. <laughs> it's right. an asteroid. It's an asteroid. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it just, I guess the guy was just trying to make a case why Elon Musk really wasn't about it. He also said, Time frame. He was saying that Elon Musk is old. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that was a weird spin. It's gonna cut cut to the chase here. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's gonna be fifty this year, and which is not yeah crazy. No, but um, if you know, he wanted to see this get done in twenty years, he'd be right. seventy by then. Well, who just went into space? William Shatner. William Shatner. He's what, 90 or something like that? <laughs> Isn't he like up there? Let me. Uh, Cue the Google music. Yeah. William Shatner age. Yeah. Shatner is 90 years old. Are you. F- I know, right? Are you for Looking real? Looking good. Looking good for 90 years old. But. Dude, my grandpa just passed at 93. That's pretty good, too. And. Hell yeah. And he. He did not look as good as William Shatner. William Shatner. That's what money will get you, kids. <laughs> That's <laughs> welcome to capitalism. Right. Uh, where's the theme music for that? What's the, what's the theme song for? Um, <laughs> is there a, is there a Monopoly theme song? I'm pretty sure it's the, the it's the game music for Zoo Tycoon. Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, any of those, right? I was gonna say like putting on the Ritz or something. But, you know, I like that one better. Yeah. 
Yeah, but only the uh, Young Frankenstein version. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, and um, and uh, who's who played him? Who was also in uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? Not only Gene Wilder, right? God bless. But also, uh, da, 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 pretty much all of them. Peter Boyle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was yeah. he was hilarious. I forgot he was in Young Frankenstein. Yeah, he huh. he was Frankenstein. Well, guess I gotta watch oh, Young Frankenstein again. Gene Hackman was a blind man. Wait, what? Lux Luthor. Gene Hackman. Blind man. Okay, so I haven't seen this in a long time. Jeez. Oh yeah. Oh, he's he's creeping up on ninety two. Mel Brooks has got to be like ninety. Right. Mel Brooks is up there. Yeah, twenty. He's ninety five. Ninety five. Look at. And good, he's coming Mel. out with a with a movie with the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. The last thing he directed was. Uh, Dracula, dead and loving it. Out in 95? Yeah. So he's had plenty of time. Okay, Mel. But his last successful Get one... Get it together. He's basically retired, but I just heard that he is coming out... Do you ever really movie. retire? Uh, not if you're my boss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. He Hello. just... Oh, it's History of the World Part 2. Oh, there you go. Beautiful. He's going to write and executive produce. History of the World Part 1. It wasn't the first one I've ever seen because mm-hmm. uh, it was definitely Robin Hood Men and Tights. Right, right. Because that right. came out around the time I was wow. born. Yeah. You know. So then like you watch it when you're really, really Yeah, young. one of his last movies. Mm-hmm. And then it was Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, and then my, my cousin. the shorts. Yeah, my cousin was just obsessed with Mel Brooks movies. and We went to the movie store mm-hmm. and he rented a bunch of Rodden Back. And so... Is Blazing Saddles and History of the World Part One, and then I just became a complete fanboy. Fanboy, right. oh my As god! As you should be. He's what a legend, right? Seriously, I mean, there's some things that are not really that PC anymore in there, and um, you know, I'm really glad that it survived cancel culture. Yeah. Um, I hate that term, but yeah, no, it, I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, I mean, well, some things do deserve to be canceled, bro. Oh, for sure. And, but and you're, it's about holding people accountable. At the same time, I feel like um, you know it's a cultural classic, and he he was doing things that were more progressive than anybody else who's been that canceled. Too, right? Like there's more deserving things to be canceled about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where you know, blazing saddles, they used some <laughs> bad words that I would never repeat. Right. At the same time, the lead actor was black. Black, right? And it was about the struggle of him being a black man mm-hmm. in a white-run city in mm-hmm. a position of power. And, like, adding the humor element to it to make it a little more easy to digest, yeah. if you will, right? In a time where when that people were not, not ready for that. Like, no. You think about when it came out in, like, 76, I think? Right. Um, forget about that it. That is less than a decade after the Civil Rights Movement. Or mm-hmm. Civil Rights was 1864, or, I sorry, mean, 1964? Right. I mean, it's not our lifetime, but, like... Our parents, our grandparents, that's th- that's easily within our lifetime, you know, their lifetime. Yeah. Like, could you imagine, yeah, how, like, somebody would feel about something that happened ten years ago? I can't imagine. I can't imagine. You ever heard of Obama's Cash for Clunkers? What? Cash for Clunkers. 
If you had a, a car that had bad gas mileage, you can go turn it in for the government will give you money for it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It didn't really work out. I guess no. it drove up demand for the cars or something, but interesting. It was um, it was all the rage in two thousand two thousand eight or nine. When I was a young boy, fourteen years old, oh, fifteen yeah. years old. Okay, we all well, I digress. Wow, because what? <laughs> what a trip that was. Yeah, guys. sorry, that's a little bit ADD <laughs> for you. Um, so yeah, don't expect SpaceX to get. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Nice. It is space mining. I'm trying to keep count. I think that's the second burp. Yeah, Maybe well, had, uh, I'm drinking some beer. I had some taco salad for for <laughs> So, but yeah, I'm going to tweet at Elon Musk. And maybe ask him to elaborate in a future episode. Can you imagine getting a reply from Elon? Yeah, I mean, you, you got to shoot your shot. You have I'm to. I'm going to be like... You have to. I'm going to be like, Elon, will you please elaborate on this for our geology podcast? Hashtag shoot your shot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I hear? Okay, this is a whole other tangent, too. You want to hear the greatest piece of advice I've ever heard? What? Freshman year of college, talking to an older guy. I think he was a junior, senior. And I wanted to talk to this girl, and he goes, Tyler, go, just go talk to her. Just do it. I'm like, no, she's out of my league. There's no way. And he goes, Tyler, mm-mm. you know why you should go talk to her? Because even hot girls make mistakes. And someday, <laughs> Tyler, someday, Tyler, you could be that mistake. Yes. Like, well, damn. Okay. That, now it all makes sense. I know. My girlfriend <laughs> is definitely one of those people who make mistakes. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> or just wife her before she realizes. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> If Elon can get on this podcast, I think we'll be probably we'll be set, right? Yeah, right in Easy Street. Right, right I promise I will buy a Tesla <laughs> with, oh my, with my first hundred thousand dollars. An electric car would be pretty dope. Oh, it would can be. Can you imagine? I know. Yeah, and supporting, you know, South American miners oh and geologists <laughs> getting that lithium. Mm. Which oh, I should have put this for the news. I'll share this to the page, I even though I can't really go into details about it because I haven't read it that much yet. But I guess there's um, a lot of lithium that was just found in Maine. In Maine? Really? Yeah. How interesting. Um, like I said, don't quote me on any part of it. I didn't read the full story, but my professor shared it on my university's uh, Facebook page. So um, I'll share that to the, the page. But we really need to get to what you were talking about, what you've looked up. Oh, man. I didn't look up anything. I don't know <laughs> why I'm even here. No, I looked up a little bit. Um, and I'm going to start super basic here. Okay, because I've had this thought for a while, and it makes me chuckle. Dan, what is the definition of geology? What, In your words, what is the most basic definition of uh, geology? Well, I guess you could just go to the root words. It's, just, it's the study of Earth. Geo, right? Yes, and the study of. It's Earth and its systems. Right. So, the study of Earth and its systems. If you go to Oxford, they say the science that deals with the dynamics and physical history of the earth, the rocks of which it is compromised or composed, the physical, chemical, biological changes that it undergoes, all of that, right? Yeah, I have an episode, too, on, on the Geo show. That it's, talks about that, right? the first one. Right. And, <laughs> so, But the key word that I want to look at is earth. Not earth in the sense of, like, I pick up a piece of earth. I mean, literally, the planet that we are currently standing on. Because how do so, you have geology in space? Th- exactly. So, like, by definition... Is it geology still? Where, where does that fall, you know? And then the third definition that you find on Oxford is the geologic features and processes that occur in a given region on Earth or a celestial body. So I feel like over time, ever since the 60s, I believe, 
the term has kind of started to comprise more, where a lot of people will actually instead go astrogeology, celestial or planetary geology in an effort to kind of include that, which I don't know. I, I don't know why I got a kick out of that, but I was then I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. By yeah. definition, it's Earth, not... You, you can't must... have geology of Mars. Yeah. That, that's a whole other thing. It should be a whole other word yeah, for it. Yeah, I mean, they probably explained it to me planet, but then how do you do, like, geology of Pluto or geology of an asteroid? Right. Right. There's got to be some other, be like... like rock dynamics. Right. Just nerd things, man. Is it, like, rayology? Right. Just, like, what? Is it, what does rayology mean? Rayology? R-E... Wait, I remember that term from structure. It's a company. You want to sponsor us? <laughs> Cue the Google music. Right. I have no idea. Rheology, the branch of physics that deals with the deformation and flow of matter, especially the non-Newtonian flow of liquids and plastic flow of stuff. So that's why I heard it in structure, because it has to do with um, oh, like weird with dyna- dynamics of the flow of matter. Mm-hmm. So, like, bending and folding and... Structure stuff. Just structure things. Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I could. I have a Redbubble page. <laughs> you can go to redbubble.com and look for Feegs. Add, add, add. That was a great plug, by the there way. There you Thank go. You. I try. <laughs> when I do my script every week, I'm like, hmm, how can we make that shameless plug? He's lying. We have no scripts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a surprise. We don't have time for scripts, bro. <laughs> It was like an hour anyone. ago. It was like an hour ago, and I was like, "Oh, what, what, what the fuck am I going to talk about? about?" We set the idea a few days ago, and neither of us had the time to actually look into it too too. No, much. I was too busy politicking with the mayor of Fishers. <laughs> right. We have connections. We have connections. Let's bring in the mayor. It's the mayor. Yeah, let's bring in the mayor and ask his thoughts about geology. <laughs> That'd be, be funny. You know... You have access to... His wife is technically a geologist, right? Don't you go uh, to geology? She's environmental. Yeah, I mean, environmental scientists are... They have... Aren't real people. The heart of geologists. <laughs> we should actually, you know... I'm just going to say this out loud. If you guys have any ideas of who we can bring on the show or ideas of who we can talk to... We have so many local colleges and universities around here. Yeah, I, I love, love doing interviews. Bring, right? I would love to bring someone in or... More realistically, go to someone, right? I I had two episodes of a YouTube show I did in 2015, mm-hmm. and it's called Donut Magic. Donut Magic. Yeah. Okay. And it was where like I would bring in, like, um, we would I don't know, hang around the bar, talk to people. Ugh, excuse me. Number th- four. Oh. Four. And five. Five. There we go. Okay, and talk to people about like just at the bar about their life. Mm-hmm. There was one guy who was a Libyan immigrant, and it was right after the Arab Spring. Incredible. Okay. And so I talked to him about that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then we'd have like local musicians. We've had two local musicians come on. That's so and cool. And talk about the music and stuff. So yeah. it was almost like a, like a a YouTube talk show. Right. That's really cool. In a bar. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's where you do most of my, at least I do most of my talking, right? Yeah. Right. No, it didn't get to take off, and um, yeah, the, the people who I did it with, like one of them moved away, and it was just... Mm-hmm. But I could never do that again. Donut Magic's forever sealed. Right? Forever sealed. But two episodes. It's, it's lost in time. That was good. You did your, you did your thing. Man. Yes. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd love to, like I was saying, like we have so many great colleges and universities around us. Like, Even if it was, let's meet at a brewery or something. 
we'll buy you beer all night if you just talk our ear off. You yeah. Know? Like, what are your favorite aspects of geology? Why do you, why, how did you end up here? You know, where do you want to go from there? What, you know, I don't know. Anyway, back to space again. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I started off. Space! I was just looking into, like, by definition, where does it lie? And then I fall down the rabbit hole of Mars. And I was showing Dan before the show what an incredible job humanity has done so far. Uh, I should say, like, NASA and other space organizations of mapping, geologic mapping of Mars. On a large scale, it's incredible. Yeah. It is God dang incredible what I'm looking at, what I'm looking right in front of me right How now. How do I sign up for that field camp? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> How do I get uh, involved in this? There was a hot second in college where I'm like, okay, I wonder if I could ever... And I'm like, oh wait, I'm not nearly that smart or dedicated to yeah. end up going into something like this. But me I'll, neither, brother. <laughs> but That's what I, Logan would say. I'll make sure Dan posts this on the page. Um, and the USGS, the United States Geological Survey... Uh, oh, which, by the way, I have six days to renew my membership with. So here's yeah. my reminder. Get on um, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they uh, also have all of the formations and everything labeled and in such great, incredible detail. I kind of want to buy the map for, like, an office someday and just hang that up. Oh, that'd be cool. Stare at it longingly and we'll be like, when will I ever get to go to Mars someday? But if we ever get Elon on here, you can ask him. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> um, and then that led me to just thinking about Mars exploration, right? Where do we get all this data from? Um, and that, like I said, that's a whole other pathway of rovers and scientists from abroad just looking through a camera, just looking through a telescope and seeing what they can. And once the technology improves... Our understanding of processes improves. Um, there's a, I don't think it's a theory more so than a, I don't know the right word, but uniformitarianism. What's the correct word? What's what's the... I mean, is it a body of thoughts and science? Yeah, something like that. Let's just go with a body theory. of that's talking about geology where processes that occurred before have oh, occurred, okay. no, are occurring a, now. That's a that's a law or principle. Right, the principle right. Of that, uniformitarianism. Yeah, there we go, there we go. I just took a test on this, and it's completely out of my head. <laughs> but basically, it's just the, the thought, the idea, the process that the things that we see were made before, so the processes that made those things must have happened, which means they're happening now because we're seeing those formations. And that's basically kind of what we're applying to Mars, is we see cross-bedding. We see... Uh, proof that uh, of water, right? And how do we know that? Oh, well, we see the dendritic nature of some of the landforms. And you're like, well, wait, we see this everywhere on Earth. Yeah. Like, there, this is like such a hard line of proof that at some point there was water here. What other processes could make those things? You know, oh, that's right, there isn't. Uniformit- uniformitarianism applies to everything except for low temperature dolomite. <laughs> <laughs> Or does whatever it wants. Petrology. People are like, what the fuck? How does this happen? I love science because it's like, it'll explain 99.9% of everything. And then there's still going to be a few things that are like, you know, we thought about it, we're not going to do it that way. That's power plants all, baby. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Job job security. Right. (laughs) Right. No matter what, we're going to still have to keep coming back. 
but please tell me why. Break it down, man. Do you get it? <laughs> uh, please tell me why. It's science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go to um, NASA's Mars, so it's actually mars.nasa.gov, you can actually send a postcard to the Mars team. Oh, and like, and then you can get postcards from the rovers that are currently on Mars. Just send you a little, hey, how's it going? How's your how's your day going? Here's what I'm doing with my life. From the rovers? From the rovers, man. From the rovers. What's the name of the newest rovers out there? Um, remember there was Spirit and Opportunity. There was Perseverance, Percy. <laughs> so let's see. Curiosity. Curiosity. Yeah. Percy's your dog. I don't think that. Well, Percy is Perseverance. That's the one I think uh, that's like, yeah. it's so cold, my batteries are dead. Right. And it was sad, I cried. Yeah, it launched July 30th, landed in February 18th, uh, February of uh, 2021. So, yeah. not too long ago. Um, that guy's a little geologist. He is a little geologist. Yeah, he's got a full, he's got a full uh, rock ID kit in the right. And isn't it, it's just incredible what's online nowadays. I just would have never pictured... All of this that we see now when I was a kid. Back when, like, internet, you had to, like, ask mom if you could go on the internet because your phone line's gone, you know? Yeah, I don't know, man. I had a Digivice back then. I was living at the high level. You're living, I guess. Well, not all of us have such luxuries. (laughs) But, like, right now I'm looking at a 3D image of Perseverance. And, like, you can click on each individual part. And you can just, ah, man. I was online when you could you could buy and name a star. Right. <laughs> right. I'm sure you still can. On Media One Roadrunner. That was my internet service provider. Media. Media One Roadrunner. Roadrunner? What is that? I know what it turned into Comcast later. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it now it's Xfinity. Right. Right. Man, what a what a cool time to be alive, guys. Yeah. Don't don't just sit back. Just look at things. Whatever pops in your head, just like Look it up. Because there's so much cool stuff. Because of geology in space? Because of geology! Just because, gosh, it's like, because of geology, we have so much. Yeah. And we have so much to look into still. Think about what a computer is. It's a thinking rock. It, right, <laughs> right. You just add a little, little electricity, throw just a little spark in some rocks. and Sprinkle of metal, sprinkle silica. Just think of like salt bay, but with rare yeah. earth elements. And yeah, I like, to, I like to think of like, like Bill Gates, Salt Bang, Silica, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we have Excel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine putting all that work in Excel. Pops up. Right. Oh, okay, we'll see what we can do with this. Which Excel just keeps, oh man, nothing makes me feel more stupid. Oh, I love Excel. I know, but then like I start looking into it more and I'm like, wow, I know nothing about Excel. Yeah, some people do crazy stuff with right. it. They can do like backflips and stuff. Right, right. And it's I'm crazy. just like, okay. This cell plus this cell. <laughs> Put it into this cell and average the results, please. <laughs> and half the time it doesn't work. <laughs> oh man, I'm so good at Excel. Equals average. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know you could lock cells with F4? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, I'll keep going on tangents about space, but I don't know. How, how far are we in? How long have we been talking? Oh. Uh, 34 minutes. 34 minutes? That's pretty good. So we can talk about news now. Yeah. Okay. I actually have news this time, which is like kind of rare for me because I never prepare. Mine's a little bit more atmospheric than it is Earth. 
Okay. But okay. it's you know. Mine is kind of too. Actually, go for it. You 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 go ahead. Okay, so from the New York Times, I went to geology.com. Me too. Oh. Whoa. Geology.com is actually a really great earth science news source. Resource, right? Especially for news. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you type in geology news into Google, first thing that pops up, geology.com. But anyways, their first story on there. Let us spot or sponsor us. Geology.com. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Oh my gosh. I would give them so much uh, airtime. <laughs> right. Um, anyways, bomb cyclone and atmospheric river pummel California with rain and wind. So, two storms have converged over the Bay Area. And it has brought crazy rain and on a scorched landscape. That because of the lack of vegetation now in the burnt scarred areas mm-hmm. is causing mud flows, flooding, and up in the uh, in the Sierra Nevadas, heavy snow. And um, so, what a bomb cyclone is mm-hmm. it is when um, so a low pressure system moved in. Sure. And a low pressure system is, is a storm below the pressure of the worst of storm. Okay. It is when it comes in and it drops by one whole unit unit of pressure. Okay. So it dropped over 24 um, bars of mercury okay. in less than 24 hours. Okay. I feel like that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. <laughs> right. It's like so much so fast, that's why it's called a bomb. A bomb cycle. Uh, one, my, um, one of my best friends from college, shout out to you, Charles. Here's to you, Chuck. Also, <laughs> he's a meteorologist. He, I think he's getting his doctorate. Oh, wow. Um, in at Wisconsin, which the Badgers, you know, say what you will. I'll have to ask him about this, see what his take is on it. Yeah, that. and, like, so I was looking at the radar for it on this, um, I think it was some Fox 40, some California weather station, or not weather station, a news station that had weather on it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it looked like a, a random hurricane formed over Vancouver and came down and smacked the West Coast. Really? Yeah. Just like a full on. Just it was, like, it was uh it was you know a bunch of green and bl- uh, blue and a cloud, and then all of a sudden it formed a perfect cyclone and just smacked the west coast. So it's cra- it's been crazy here too in Indiana. Yeah, lots of rain. Oh, does these roads just down the way? Mm-hmm. It's closed. Right. I put on my insurance that I don't live in a flood zone. Right. And I, I like look down the road, it's flooding down right. there. Have you checked your flood maps? Yo, um, let's see. There's a retention pond back here in the in the corner of my room of my yard. Yeah, that's right. And I haven't checked it. Is oh, it, is it's it crazy high. Crazy high. I bet you there's like some drowning frogs and stuff. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> think of the frogs. <laughs> um, anyone that cares to know, FEMA um, makes a flood map. That you can look up your residences or addresses and see if you're like in a floodplain, and I think it's kind of kind of cool. Yeah. Right? So what's I'm not gonna say your address out loud. You're gonna look up my address, not out loud. Well, do mine, and I'm gonna just cut it out because we're right here, right? Right. <laughs> All right. Stop listening now. Well, yeah, it worked. Okay. Anyway, you can start listening again. Start listening. There you go. So from what I can see. You are not at all? Oh, there we go. Oh, God. Oh, Zoomed in way too much. Super zoom. Zoom in too much. Yeah, so let's see. Let's look at where I saw. So we have this is where I saw the flood. Oh, out that way? Yeah. Sure. So I'm adding. I'm doing way too much on this poor computer. Oh. This poor Wi-Fi. But you, you can definitely see this whole network right here. It's um, really good Wi-Fi, so. Right. 
So that's considered a regulatory floodway. So in the middle of that road there? And I guess so, right? So it's something that's expected, something that's been planned okay. for. Okay. Let me see, let me see. So there you go. It was right here. Just right over there. That that's not that's a regulatory same. floodway. That is not regulated at all. Yeah. I don't think that's not supposed to be they literally closed the road right there. Right. That's nuts. Yeah. Just to talk about how much water we're getting out here. So Yeah. Anyway, watch out. Climate change is a real thing. Yep. And if you... It's not about belief. It's nope. about understanding. Yes. Okay? That's what it comes down to. You don't Tons get to believe... out there. You don't get to believe in gravity. You can... You know, the, there's a UN report that just came out. Mm-hmm. You can go to them. It's very reputable. Mm-hmm. Um, there is um, a lot of places that are not just YouTube. Right. Um, like the National Science Foundation, I can imagine. Trust the people that study these things. Yeah. USGS. Right. Um... Don't go to anywhere else. If right. it says .com, if it says <laughs> .info, you know, don't go to those. .org Watch is even out. not that great. Right. Because, you know, you can be a nefarious organization and still have a .org. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to .edu. Places that they have their actual reputation on the line if they lie and if they mislead. And yeah. If they... And if you uh, reach a payment barrier for a scientific article... There are ways around that, too. There are. There are a lot of websites that will help you with that. Because science should be free. It should be. Education should always be free. Absolutely. Always. And that's why we're here on a podcast and on YouTube at Rock Feeds. Right. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> no, but really, because we love geology and why not talk people about it? People should know it. about it. And, like, right. there really isn't... I mean, there, there's other people on there, but, I mean, there needed to be something... That was as good as Crash Course or other things. I mean, you cannot have too many educational sources. Mm-hmm. No, never. So, never. I don't care how many people watch it. I'm going to put it out there. We're and, not, uh, yeah, we're doing it. Just I'll, I'll make my family watch it at my funeral. That's it. <laughs> it's, it'll have to go through everything I ever made. Instead of music behind, like, like in the background, it's going to be... <laughs> no, it'll be like trust. a screening. And by that time, it'll probably be like two or three weeks worth of stuff that you just have to watch <laughs> right. for hours every day. Work at like a job, eight to, you know, eight to six. <laughs> if you wish to see my legacy. Yes. Watch. <laughs> Start watching now. My last episode will be like... This is for my progeny. <laughs> <laughs> to whoever takes the mantle of the Geo Man. I love so, it. Uh, so what's your news? Yeah, so also I got my start on geology.com and then I started looking into it more and more. I um, almost got this news article. Oh, did you? Yeah. So you know what I'm looking at? So, well, yeah, I know the, the headline, but please elaborate. Right, so it's, the original article was through the Smithsonian, but it's actually referenced um, through the World Meteorological Meteorology. Meteorological, <laughs> a CNN enemy, World Meteorological Organization. I'm never saying that word again on the podcast. Which one? Meteorological? Um, shut up, Daniel. <laughs> um, talking about Africa's glaciers, which are already rare to begin with, yeah. but have such an influence on the population. Once again, talking about climate change, talking about <laughs> climate, change. climate change, and the influence that it has on people across the world. We're talking about the loss of water, fresh water, um, to, I think it's 100 million people right now. Um, Food, drought, uh, displacement from their homes. The water's going somewhere. It's not up on, you know, whatever elevation it is anymore. Um, I think it's so easy for people to forget that just because 
when something disappears from one place, it doesn't just disappear altogether. It goes. No. It's got to go somewhere. Earth is more or less a closed system. It really, yeah. It's an open system because, you know, things come from outer space into Earth. Sure. But it, at the same time, also operates as a closed system mm-hmm. to where things that are here generally stay here. Right. And I'm going to say generally because... To be know, safe. Yeah. I mean, a giant meteor could hit the Earth and then a jecta could come out and could leave the atmosphere and go out into space. Like, first, you know, say the moon... Right. <laughs> that's how, that's literally how that's that a whole works. other episode. <laughs> yes, but um, it generally operates as a closed system. Mm-hmm. So you could never, like, there's the water will always stay here. The water you drink now, there's a good chance that has gone through the urinary tract of a dinosaur. Right. I like, <laughs> I like to think so, at least. <laughs> right. But any, any young listeners out there, what I heard in college a lot was... You want to get into the next gold business? Water. Water resource management, water resources in general. What a huge industry that's going to be coming up soon. Um, based Especially on. if you live where we live in the kind of Great, a- Great Lakes greater area. Mm-hmm. You need People need water. Uh, farmers need water. People need to drink water. We use it for so much more than just sustenance as well. It's crazy. You want to look into a career that's going to keep you employed for a while? <laughs> Going to water. water hydrology. Right? Hydro- is, so, hydrology or hydrogeology? Are they different? I believe so. Are they? I think hydrogeology has to do... I mean, it's really hard to say. A hydrologist is a geologist. Yeah. But who specializes in water. For sure. So. Okay. There you go. Um, I don't know where I left off with my news, but... Anyway, out in East Kenya, they're <laughs> expecting to lose all of their glaciers within the near future. I think it's... Is that where Kilimanjaro is? No. I thought Kilimanjaro was... I thought it was in East Africa. Is it South Africa? It's Tanzania, which is... In... Geography is not my strong suit. That's uh, just south of the Horn of Africa. You're south of the Horn of Africa. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. It's right there by Kenya. Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. Look at you, man. Yeah, I've been to Africa once. That's right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Not that part of Africa, though. <laughs> what a trip that would be. Maybe we should do this. Go to like Lake Victoria, which is so important in its own right. Yes, so what we're going to be having job. fundraisers uh, <laughs> to go around the world. Um, oh, how man. successful they be, they they will be mm-hmm. is uh, another story. That's completely up to you, the listener. Yes. Right. Elon Musk. Elon. <laughs> help us out, bud. I'm just going to keep breaking him up until he... Until he answers my questions. <laughs> right. And I'm going to keep badgering geology.com until they start sponsoring us as well. I'm, I'm looking at I just account. imagine them being just such an innocent website. <laughs> They're like, hey. what? We'd love to talk to you. Why, quit. Why do you get to badger us? <laughs> geology.com is a family owned and operated business. Look at that. I did not know that. What family? Um, the King family? Hobart King. Hobart King. Uh, Angela King, Laura Rittenhouse, and Adam Rittenhouse. Oh. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh. Who sponsors geology? Um, just self-funded by the advertiser. Great. Look at that. Well, go to geology.com, guys. 
That's the lesson of today. Right. Good for them. So, okay, I'm sorry, but please finish your news article. No, that's, that's pretty much it. Let's <laughs> leave it at that. We'll the post glaciers are melting in East Africa. Why is that important? You said to the population? To the populations, because, uh, I mean, you need water to survive. That's like the top three. So the top it three. brings down water? Um, it brings down water, so they're not getting water where they need it, but then they're going to have water where they don't need it. So they're going to be impacting places where people live. Right. So, yeah, like, you know, I mean, usually uh, meltwater usually feeds river systems. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you ever look at the location of societies uh, spread out throughout the globe, the, every single one, every single city except spare Phoenix, Arizona, right, is on uh, some sort of uh, freshwater system mm-hmm. so, or coastline. An exact quote, by 2030, up to 118 million severely low-income people will be exposed to drought, flood, and extreme heat in Africa in general um, if response measures are not put in place. So we're talking all of climate change if there's no... And you're talking the home of humans, the cradle, the cradle of humanity. Cradle of humanity. But that's far from home, and why should I care? Because right. it's not. Because it's That not. is our home. I know, that is home. North, we're an invasive species in North America. I've never thought of it that way, Anywhere. but I am going to address myself as that from now on. <laughs> I am an invasive species. We've definitely spread like an invasive species. <laughs> right. Which says a lot. We've, we've choked off resources like an invasive species. Right. Like it's our damn job. <laughs> which it is, kind of. Yeah, after I just get done talking about space mining. Right. <laughs> Let's go to other places and ruin them. <laughs> yes. Had enough of her. Right. <laughs> Spend your life going, oh man. Meanwhile, buy Teslas. Meanwhile, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, man. Anything else? I don't think so. No? All right, so I guess uh, we'll cheers to that. Cheers. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. Oh, you already pressed play? Oh, shit. Yeah, I pressed record, but... Oh, I, mean, I didn't realize that. I'll chop yeah. it up. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs>